The following, the following podcast, podcast contains spoilers for some of our 2015 films like Jurassic World and Avengers Age of Ultron, along with some television as well. You have been warned. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the men in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the Futus of war. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's strength flows from the Force, but beware of the dark side. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. It's, it's a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Reach Cole, and you're listening to Trex and Sci-Fi. Hello, folks. This is Rico, and you're listening to another episode, podcast, edition, whatever, of Trex and Sci-Fi. It is... This is... Podcast five four five. I thought last you know year when I hit five hundred that was a lot, but now it's like ah whatever you know, just notch another notch. And today is June twenty eighth, twenty fifteen, and we're doing a Skype chat. Uh, I've got a few of the kind of regulars and the people that you've heard many times on the show. Once you guys uh, introduce yourself, we got Joe. Hey everyone! Uh, yeah, you know, like the whole uh, show number thing. It's kind of like when you get uh, get a new TV. Like, say, oh, you know, you got like a sixty-inch TV, and then for like about a week, the TV's massive, and then you're kind of like, yeah, I could have probably got a sixty-five-inch TV. So that's <laughs> you're, probably the same as, as the you're show. You're exactly right. Yeah, or when you buy like a new computer or something, and it's like five minutes later, you see a, a newer version, slicker or something. And we have Kenny from California. Hey, hey guys, how's it going? Kenny, you can never move, you know, because I, I would never be able to handle Kenny from, from ne- somewhere Nevada. Else. Or... Always Kenny from California. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I would never, I, it would be totally confusing. So, yeah. and we have Mr. Moyer from the Pacific Northwest. Hey, everybody. All the way from Aberdeen, Washington. Who is just like got, all over the place these days. Yeah, Radio. I just got and... back from the Star Wars shop. I was over there visiting with Don today. Yeah, yeah. yeah good guy. Doing his website for him. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah, I know you guys did a, a whole video thing for for the show in yeah. the past. Yeah, that's fun. fantastic. Fun. Glad to hear that. And is he excited about the uh, episode seven and all the new uh, stuff? That is putting it lightly. And you know, <laughs> the funny part is his store is like, I I showed up thinking I was going to be able to film some stuff for the website and everything. I got there, it's packed. People from everywhere. Really? It's just, it's oh yeah, yeah. The, with the new movie coming out, totally re-energized his customer base. Pretty amazing. Well, he's he uh, like the, the store he... next door or something to to get all the new merchandise in there. Yeah, yeah that's they, about what I was going to say. They actually have expanded a little bit. It's pretty cool. I don't know how they're going to handle. Yeah, with uh, you know, I I I don't know. There's um, 
you know, I listen to that Star Wars Action News podcast all about the collectible things of Star Wars. And, you know, they've, uh, Arnie and Marjorie have talked about on that show that they've kind of, they're kind of like, well, maybe I should stop kind of slowing down on buying other stuff when we have all these new right. things coming. Uh, you know, there's only so much space, you know, we're not all Steve Sansweet with a big barn in the back, although his <laughs> yeah. his big barn is like pretty much packed. I don't know what more he could add to that. But, but what a cool Retro time, huh? too. Such a cool time to live in, though. I mean, when you who would have thought a few, even a few years ago, that we would be having new Star Wars stuff? That's never awesome. ever, never ever. I mean, how many times were we told it would never happen? You know, no, nope, no, nope, yeah. we're done. That's it. That's it. We're done. Yeah, Pretty excited. Yeah, I mean, te- television. You know, the the big thing a few years ago was all that talk about a a live. Uh, besides the animated stuff they've done, a live uh, new Actually, live Star action Wars series. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I would love to hear and learn more about what they what their ideas for that were, you know, even just a time frame or any of the, you know, maybe one day they'll put out some kind of, I know they did some initial things. What have you heard about that, Kenny? Did you ever hear anything much confirmed? Well, I know they have, they've already wrote like 50 scripts for it. Wow, that many. So yeah, I heard they did a few, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it was full-blown, you know, in the process of, of being made until Lucas was sold. Yeah, until they decide. So I, I think you'll see yeah. the light of day, just like with Seth Green's uh, spoofy cartoon that for the life of me. Oh, right. right now. Yeah, you're right. That, yeah. That will see the light of day. I think once Star Wars comes out, uh, Episode 7, um, and they establish this new universe, you know, with these new characters, I think they'll they'll slowly release this new stuff or the stuff that they put on the shelf. Well, it's funny, you know that they, they and and Joe, I know you cover this a lot on Star Wars Stacks, your your podcast, Plug Plug. Mm-hmm. But um, plug, plug. but the uh, the interesting thing these days now is that like everything's canon, you know, everything's everything's like supposed to fit all together. <coughs> that maybe at some point in time they'll say, you know what, now we're gonna do a new expanded universe where stuff like that can show up. That it's like, okay, you know, not every comic and and animated show has to all fit together tidy like. And they'll do a new book series that doesn't all mean. Have you ever heard anything about that, Joe? Like, what do you think about that idea? Uh, I mean, it's it's certainly possible. They they haven't implied that anything like that is going to happen. Basically, the only thing that you know has been coming out of Disney slash Lucas slash whatever you want to call it now uh, is is that everything that comes out you know from this point forward is canon. So yeah. Yeah. You know, if they and, and all the old stuff is still around, it's it's legends. So maybe they'll just lump that and say, you know what, this is part of the legends stuff. Maybe it doesn't even fit into that timeline, but legends might now just be everything else, even if it doesn't, you know, doesn't flow together as one thing. Well, you keep up on the books a lot. Are they putting out further legends books? I thought I heard that that they're going th- to. I thought they might. I'm not sure off the top of my head. I, Which are, I think you know, they may. the old expanded universe, you know, that is, uh, I don't know, maybe they think that's going to become too confusing for people. I think, at least for the time being, I don't think they will. They're probably going to want to, you know, like, it's it's messaging, right? So the people, like, they know people like us are going to say, oh, this is Legends, it's fine, I understand. But then someone else who sees, you know, a book in the main timeline and a book in the old timeline are going to be, it's just like with Trek, Right, like all the stuff that's coming out now tends True. to be, yeah, you know, in the new, in the the JJ verse, or maybe in the old, you know, if it's TOS, it's TOS or whatever. But I don't even think stuff is coming out in in, in the old Trek universe. 
Is it? I don't know. Yeah, there are books. There are okay, books. Right. Like they've done some clear. original series books that are, you know, with the even original crew. They've done Enterprise books. So, yeah, they are doing. Uh, and, and I think that's been one of the troubles with them doing another television show. E- again, uh, I don't know. I don't know why they think people can't handle, you know, th- I, I guess maybe some of it is this Marvel, you know, idea of everything being connected Right. You know, that it all has to fit all neat and tidy together. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens uh, with both. It, it's, uh, I think that eventually, yeah, we'll get more things that aren't necessarily Star Wars, you know, canon. You know, I, I, I just right. can't can't imagine with the property and, and you know, comics mm-hmm. and, and books especially, just seems like it's going to be eventually really hard to just say, oh, yep, that all, it all fits together. It all happened in in everything so especially i don't know if you've been keeping up on the the star the new star wars comics that stuff's getting pretty convoluted already yeah chris and i talked a little bit about it on when i guessed it on you guys' show like earlier yeah. this last week or a week ago whatever um yeah that's i'm i'm having mixed feelings about that a little bit <laughs> just because it's, we'll it's like uh, you know i know they want to bring in the you know some people or characters that people recognize, but then again, you know, really, I mean, this kind of seems strange to have some of the meetups that they've had already. In, in, yeah. So yeah, especially after right only after like a half a dozen issues. So it's fun to read, but, but, you know, and, and in part of my head, I'm just kind of thinking, well, you know, okay. If they're saying it's part of it. Yeah. But it doesn't, you know, it's obviously how like, is, how is this going to work? <laughs> they're not going to go back and re-edit the original trilogy so that, Oh yeah, I remember when I met Darth Vader before this time yeah, or exactly. whatever. It's yeah, like, we meet again for the third. Yeah, they'll, time. they'll they'll have a couple of <laughs> throwaway lines in there or whatever. I you know just like it'll yeah. happen. Yeah. All right. So, but uh, yeah, we kind of got off onto that, but that's cool. And uh, what we're going to talk about mostly today is some of the we kind of I try to do this every summer at some point in time. Talk about you know because there's so many new uh, cool new movies geek geek type uh, favorite stuff coming out i mean we've had an avengers movie we've had a jurassic world billion dollar dinosaur <laughs> movie that uh, i thought it would do well i'm a little somewhat surprised it's it's made as much money kind of i mean i, I don't know maybe there just hasn't been a whole bunch else that people have gone to see at least so far i don't know and well, it made a whole lot of money really fast mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so I, I let's let's start about that one actually. We then right. we can go back and talk about Avengers. But I I, I know Kenny and Rick. Have you guys both seen Jurassic World? I think so. And yes, Joe I hasn't. Have, yep. I have not as of yet, but no worries. So I, so I've Rick, what, I know I, I think that you said you liked it. Tell us what I you what, what you liked about it, and and uh, and maybe I, you know what what um what did you think about it compared to like the other ones too. Well, okay, I'm a big fan of Jurassic Park, the original, and uh, I always thought it was so cool. I just loved the the whole idea of the dinosaurs, and the um, I loved watching the behind-the-scenes stuff and how they made T-Rex and all that jazz. So I, I went into, I heard little rumors that the new one, the Jurassic World, had the same kind of flavor. So I remember watching the second Jurassic Park, was it, was, was it, what was it called? It was... Um, I can't remember the name subtitle of the subtitle you mean to it? Yeah, there's like... Well, anyway, Jurassic Park 2 was okay, 
it was just it just didn't hold up to Jurassic Park one, and then Jurassic Park three. I really liked parts of it, but it was kind of on my graded on my nerves, so I didn't really have high expectations until somebody said that it was very similar in spirit, and fun and excitement and terror all at the same time, scary and everything as number one. So I went into the movie theater with my wife. We actually were gonna go see the the 2D movie. And then the line was so long in our little town, which is really not normal for our... I mean, usually I get in and I'm like, there's only three of us in the theater. But this was... It was a long line. It was real popular. So we went ahead and went out for dinner and then came back and went, took the 3D showing in. And I'm glad we did because it, it had... First off, the 3D was excellent in it. They did a really great job with it. But the movie had me... Uh, it, it seemed like I got in there watched it and was out it went so fast even though it's like i think it's a two-hour movie but i did yeah. it went so fast it was, i was on the edge of my seat the whole time the acting was great um it it had humor it had it was scary and i thought you know for some people were slamming the cgi on it but i thought it was great and just had the elements in it of surprise and i like the gizmos and gadgets that they used in this one um Mm-hmm. That yeah. little transport, the ball, the, the hamster wall, ball. The little, the yeah, that the kids are in, yeah. Oh, man, when when that, di- oh, spoiler alert, everybody, when that when that dinosaur, the hybrid, chomped down on that thing, that was awesome. It was just, just fantastic. And, you know, I'm thinking, no, don't get out. And then I'm like, no, get out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah. And get out. No, just, run. Yes, it, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. great. And I just I just thought it was, okay, my favorite parts of the movie were when they came across the old sets, you know, where where oh, we yeah. had been before, mm-hmm. but now they were, you know, they covered over in growth and everything and dust and dirt and it, aged with time mm-hmm. and, and the old Jeeps. and It was just, it, it took me back to my moments in time when I saw Jurassic Park, the original, and yet they did a nice little nod to it. Yet this one had elements that were just great. And at the end, I was, I was, I, I know I left wanting more. I just thought it was cool. So good movie. It kept me on the edge of my seat, and I felt kind of like going back to my. Uh, it felt summertimey and popcorn movie, and just it was a lot of fun. And and the other thing, the kids in this one were way good at their acting. They were. I love the element of having the kid that was a little bit special needs. He was he was autistic a little bit, and they played it well because I you know I mean I work with kids a lot, and that was they just did a great job. They weren't whiny. They were excellent actors, and you felt for them, and you cared about them, and there was just—it was great. The elements all around in it were just great, and so I gave it a huge thumbs up. It was a great movie. Yeah, yeah, I I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I've already talked about it a bit on the on the podcast here and there, but uh, but Kenny, I, I know you saw it right as well. Yes, did I you, did. Did um, you see 3D or not 3D? I saw, yeah, surprisingly, because I, I go to I'm part of the Producers Guild of America, and their screenings. Or normally 2D, we don't get 3D, but this one was actually in 3D. Oh, okay. So, and it was the nice 3D, you know, with the motorized 3D glasses and. Wait a second! Uh, Whoa, hold the hold the phone. Motorized, what? Motorized 3D what? glasses? Uh, I don't know well, what that means. There's the glasses. There's there's glasses that require batteries. Really? Oh yeah, have you never seen them? I've you never had those. I mean, if you the they're, polar, they're glasses. polarizing glasses, so there's like a shutter on the glass. Oh. That. It activates the 3D. It's really cool. Okay. Anyways, so yes, it was that 3D. So I did see it in 3D. I, um, I agree with Rick. I mean, I was a huge fan of the first one. Saw the second one. It was entertaining. Saw the third one. Again, entertaining, but never lived up to the first one. Right. 
Um, and then when I heard, you know, the second one, and I heard that the second one was going to be, you know, this, this so much bloodier and lots of people die. And so I went in there expecting, you know, blood from one side of the screen to the other side of the screen. And it really isn't that bloody. There are more people who die just because there's more people on the island for the dinosaurs yeah. to attack. Yeah. I mean, for me, um, I think the, the, the worst death, and I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about, is the assistant. Yeah. When she's getting, I mean, it's so torturous because she's getting played with by the pterodactyls. Uh, yeah. That you was... know, and they're not eating her. They're not killing her. She's screaming and it's all close up of her being in the mm. mouth of pterodactyls. And she's <laughs> falling and they're catching her and they're tossing her. And then she drops into that big pool. And I was like, oh my God, look at that giant well dinosaur thing's going to eat her. And then a pterodactyl comes down. And swoops her out. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, they're still playing with her!" Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden, the, don't the play with your food, Mister Pterodactyl. <laughs> just, right. just comes yeah. up at the end and swallows her and the pterodactyl. Yeah, that's and right. I was like, yeah. this, "And she's alive!" There's this whole entire time she's screaming, and it's close up of her face. And Ugh. I felt I don't. I mean, I didn't like the character particularly. I mean, no. she wasn't meant to be liked, but I mean, I don't think we've ever seen a death like that. At least I haven't seen well, a death like that in a movie. And even more importantly, the iPhone that she had was broken as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she couldn't take a selfie from, uh, yeah. What's up with that? Oh, yeah, yeah that, that death scene really... It, it was pretty struck, bad. It was, it was horrible. Yeah. It was really horrible. Yeah, it was pretty... Well, I, I thought that this... I, I, I think they definitely... It was a little bit amped up on the on the, the death slash, you know, violence slash whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to say horror, but I, I think they... It was like basically the the point of uh, you know what they say if, several times in in the movie is hey it's a theme park we got to like up the ante you know we got to up the so I think the I think that was a way for them to say we're we're also upping that you know yeah because right. a lot of those military guys you know as they're chasing down we all knew that was coming you know oh yeah, you know, with, with yeah. those guys Chris those Pratt's guys like you got to get your guys out of there they're all gonna die yeah. well it was so it was so great hmm. to see the guy from Law and Order too he's one of my favorite actors. Uh, oh, you I need to watch name, uh, Rick. Uh, if uh, you need to watch Daredevil, then if you like him. Oh, is he? In the, oh, that's right. That's oh, yeah. Right. He's he's Kingpin. He's he's. Uh, oh. Yeah, and and you will not ever see him the same way if you watch Daredevil. Okay, and, all and right. Do not watch that movie. Uh, well, talk about violence. That 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 show. It's amazing, but it's pretty violent. Yeah, when we get, uh, when we you're talking talk about. You're talking about Vincent and Vincent D'Onofrio, right? That's the guy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. I, I know him from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> yeah, he plays the the token like you know military-ish kind of. Hey, I'm going to use these dinosaurs doing you know what I want to do or with them, thinking he can control them and all. But uh, but continue, Kenny. So so you like the 3D, except for the uh, the girl getting tossed around by the yeah, pterodactyl. Yeah, it was good. It was just they definitely yeah. heightened. The whole, you know, with the military people, you knew they were going to die. Yeah. And it was sure. it was more bloody. You know, the blood splat on the screens and they're being ripped apart. A lot of guys right. getting sort of just pretty much swallowed or, or yeah. chopped in a couple. Yeah. 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 Um, and with her, it was just a little different. There was no blood. We never saw her bleeding or an right. arm off or nothing. You know, she was just being toyed with and yeah. tortured mm -hmm. before they killed her finally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think no, about what, the fact that they didn't bring like Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum back, or or really, you know, I mean, that was I mean, sad because I really like him. Yeah, I think they're trying to establish this movie as its own separate, a, a new yeah. type. And of, yeah. yeah, it's the beginning of a new cycle. You know, we saw right, it and it's definitely movies. if it's in the same time as as the original movie. I guess they they don't make it very clear, but he 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 does. Well, I guess he doesn't because is he in part two? 
He's in part what, three. Jeff Goldblum? He's in part three, right? Yeah, because they kind of they never made it clear in the first one if he had died, and I guess he didn't. Yeah, no, he he never he never. I mean, he's still presumably still alive in this time because it's only like what ten years, twenty years later, fifteen years later, right, something right. like that. Well, I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't want to go back to the freaking island. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I think they kind of um, made it like real time. You know, like the last that third one came out in in maybe they 90, shortened it yeah. a little. That third one was out in two thousand and one, so. You know, yeah. it's roughly almost 15 years, 15 years but, but probably, I think they say in the movie, like about 10 year span yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think my favorite thing for this movie was the homage to the original movie because I was such a huge fan of the original movie. There yeah. were like scenes lifted directly out of the original movie. Yeah, it was cool. And put into this movie. But like not, not in a, like a, a cheesy, we were not. No, no, no totally. You didn't realize it totally, unless you were a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it was a little nod to fans who are diehard fans of the first movie you're like oh my god those kids are getting attacked like the two kids got attacked in the right, car right. <laughs> yeah you know, oh my god they're running with those gazelle type alien you know uh dinosaurs lots of little i mean i'm not there's probably a good 30 homages to the original movie but yeah. it still felt original and it didn't feel like they were rehashing it yeah and that was only some of you know there, there was a kind of a section of the movie where they do a lot of that you know, without giving too much more away, but I'll put a big spoiler alert, alert at the beginning of this podcast anyway. But, oh, good, good. But, uh, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie. It was it was amazing, and I can't wait to see it again. It's actually a Jurassic Park movie that I would want to buy on Blu-ray. I couldn't say that about the last two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it looked amazing, too. I mean, I, I'm just, I don't know, Rick, you, I think you were the one that said something about, you know, people talking about some of the CG yeah, or whatever. Yeah, people, that people do that. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just well, find that unbelievable. About. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, it's pretty darn good now. <laughs> I mean, between the, the practical, real, you know, uh, dinosaur, or, or oh, like yeah. when there's there there's a part in the movie where there's one injured, and you know they go up to oh, it, and that was sad. They, yeah, and and but I mean the I just think it's incredible what they can do in these movies, and especially the whole like last about fifteen twenty minutes of it with the big battle, the big fight between we'll just oh, yeah. say the big yeah. bads and stuff. Um, yeah, that, that was, was just amazing. crazy, incredible. I I just thought it was it great. Really good. And I and I really did love because it, there was sort of a it was sort of a boy and his dog kind of element with Chris Pratt and the and him being the raptor yes, trainer. Yes, so I, I really did like that. That for me was kind of I, I kind of liked that a lot. I think and and identified with that just because you know he respected them. He they respected him and uh, you know I've heard a couple of people say well they're they're raptors. They're supposed to be violent. They're not trainable. And I'm like well. If they're highly, well, there's a hierarchy with raptors. Yeah, and if they're highly intelligent, I think I think they can be. I think I think it's right. it's borderline. It's like uh, you know, you're you're training a wild animal to some degree, like you yeah. know, people who have lions and circuses and stuff. But um, but anyway, what did yeah. you guys think of the twist? With which uh, twist? The genet- yeah, the genetically altered dinosaur. That was interesting. And, and the raptors. Oh, you mean? Oh, well, oh, yeah. I, I think I know. Related to the ending battle a little bit. Yeah, that, I like that. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool because as soon as that that dinosaur started doing, you know, what what raptors do, I was like, oh, the little uh-huh. noise and stuff or whatever. We know more yeah. about this, you know, with the blend of what kind of dinosaur. It I think is. it's just crazy yeah. though. Like like Chris Pratt's character says in the movie though, they t- they take one of the you know one of the dinosaurs they've had the most trouble with, even though they're trying they- to. 
breed it into the yeah it's like oh yeah 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 let's take the nastiest things and kind of combine <laughs> them yeah so um, i did i did write a song um that i can just it's real quick and i did write a song about um jurassic world and i'm gonna sing it for you right now okay do it all right here we go Dinosaurs eating people. Dinosaurs eating people. Dinosaurs eating people. <laughs> and that's basically the movie in a song. Nice. So, so, uh, so, Joe, I know you haven't seen it yet, but are are you wanting and looking forward to it, or did you see the others? No, oh, no, I've seen the others, and and honestly, it's, it's sort of a travesty that I haven't seen it yet. It is. Yeah, get off yeah, the so. call, man. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Go see it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and the wife and I are taking a few a few days off, kind of uh, this week. So either maybe later tonight or tomorrow, we're we're definitely going to go and go and give it. Because I mean, I I was twelve when the first movie came out. Right, oh, in ah, you're ideal. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Like it was uh, me and all my friends, and you know, the, we were just obsessed with it. And you know, every little boy loves dinosaurs, and that just made oh, it yeah. like, ten times worse. And you know, oh. we we would like our we'd make our parents go to the gas station and and buy. They they were selling these like uh, books for each dinosaur. This is when you could like uh. buy things at the gas station, like for filling up gas. I have and a was, like, cup. Nice. Yeah, there were like you know these really nice hardcover books, and I don't have them anymore, but I'm sure some of my friends do. But they were really these nice books with like you know it was like a 30, 40, not even maybe 20, 30 page book about like this is about the Dilophosaurus and this is about the T Rex, right. and you would collect them cool. all. And yeah, we were just like huge, huge like fans and, and nuts for the movie so yeah I, I definitely need to go see it especially you know since i heard and you guys have confirmed that it's more of an homage to the to the first movie oh, yeah. which is yeah. obviously my favorite Fantastic. so yeah yeah no doubt yeah it's uh it's it's a lot of good you know really a lot of fun a lot of good stuff to see at the movies and and as i say many times i mean this to me is just and i think rick said it and kenny you know it, it's just a movie to see in the theater and, and see over the summer i mean it's yeah, you know, even though everybody, I, you know, I hear a lot of people say things like, "Oh, it's okay. I've got a big TV and I got a nice setup." I'm like, you know, you do. you might, yes, you probably do, but it's still nothing like seeing it in a theater, especially with you know other people and and that. So, yeah, go check it out. Um, well, let's move on to another one. Uh, the other, I guess, big big movie that came out so far is the Avengers: Age of Ultron. I've talked. A fair amount about it. It's been, you know, we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but I wanted to see what else you guys thought about uh, about that one. Rick, what'd you what'd you think? You saw it, right? Yeah. I okay. Now I didn't go nuts over it. Like maybe the I liked the first one a lot, but this one was good. I I I kind of tended to like the love story in this one. I thought that was kind of cute, and they did a really good job with it. I, here was my only problem with with Age of Ultron was. Um, James Spader, I love him. He's one of my favorite actors. I love watching him stuff. But uh, since I've been watching The Blacklist, it was just weird to have the enemy be the guy from Blacklist. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like if, if you're you know his voice about, real well, you mean like you oh, know yeah. the actor, so, uh, so, so you're like... Yeah, yeah. And, he, and so he's was, just, he plays such a unique character on that show. He does. That you really identify with. I know, yeah. like it's the same. I, I haven't... So I it's a little, I, yeah. I, so I, I could see that being a little... Uh, it was just it just Strange, me off yeah. a little bit, but other than that, amazing movie, fun, wild, crazy, and I don't know why all this controversy was in there about Black Widow. She was she rocked it. I'm sorry, I thought she was great. 
And I just thought the whole movie was excellent. And uh, I really enjoy, I don't know, I, I'm just, I'm digging um, the whole Incredible Hulk guy. He, I think the Hulk is really awesome in, in these. They've done a, a great job in the Avenger movies with him. And of course, who can't, you know, who can resist Tony Stark? I mean, <laughs> the guy is hysterical. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how they get anything done on the set. He must be just a total kick in the pants. But uh, yeah, I thought the movie was good. It was entertaining, engaging. A little bit long for me, but that's just me. I, I get I get a little tired of smashing things um, after a while because you've seen it, you know. And I don't really want to see it a whole lot more. But they that's guess that's part of the movie. But uh, anyway, I thought it was a, it was a good movie. But I my favorite part was the love story in it. I thought that was cute and kind of weird at the end. It was sad at the end. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, they, you know, I think they've set that up from the first one too sure. a, little, a little bit. Sure. So, uh, you know, you put the unlikely pairing together in a way. And it, it adds a whole tonal meaning to the phrase, um, hey, big fella. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of old, new thing to me. Well, I like, I like the fact that Hawkeye had, a, had this hidden, you know, that I'll, was I'll, I'll awesome. spoiler was that... alert it, but, you know, yeah, well, it, again awesome. for the whole show. But, I mean, you know, he's got this hidden little, of all of them, you know, the, yeah. the fact that he's got this little hidden family out there, I, I, I like that idea a lot. So Yeah, that was really neat. Kenny, what about you? Uh, I loved it. I expected I would, just because, I mean, it's still in the same vein of all the other Marvel movies. They all Sure, feel, yeah. You can tell they're all from the same universe, and they're all made, you know, with the same amount of love and affection for the, the topic. Yeah, they know. definitely try to have a, a similar feel, for sure, don't you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I'm with Rick... Uh, I uh, Rico, I I love the whole Hawkeye storyline. I didn't see it coming. I kept waiting for the wife to die. Yeah. Or Hawkeye to die. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, it's a red herring. They're gonna, you know. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a Joss killed. Whedon too. I mean, it was almost yeah, so in your at the end, in your like, face. Oh, here it comes. Hawkeye's gonna yeah, die. Yeah. He's a little boy. <laughs> it was almost so in your face. I think he did a reversal. Like he was pretty much setting you up like something. It's oh, he like, definitely was doing a red herring. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to think Hawkeye was going to die because we got to know more about him. We got to know they had a family. He's got kids. He's got a little ranch, a little house. And, of course, he's going to sacrifice himself to save a child, and that was yeah. what Hawkeye would do. And all of a sudden, Quicksilver jumps in and yeah. takes it instead. And, you know, I kept hoping Quicksilver was going to survive. Because so I was like, oh, you know, they're not truly dead. You know, he's he has his, his metabolism's quick. Maybe he'll heal quickly and... Yeah, um, I think they, you know, it's hard to say. I, I, I still hold out even a little bit of tiny hope, you know. I mean, gosh, look what they did with Coulson. Do you know what I mean? So, sure. I, I mean, I mean, there's, I, you know, with comic type movies and characters, I, 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 I wouldn't put it past him. And you're right about his metabolism. He, 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 he probably yeah. has the most chance, except for maybe the Hulk or something like that, to survive something like that. Yeah. And I mean, other than the very beginning, the CG was a bit sketchy. Uh, with the beginning fighting scene, when they're in the uh, barrens, the whatever, out of the out even the though it had side. some of the most amazing scenes, like when yeah. Captain flips his motorcycle up to people after he's riding it and just kind of bounces off of it and turns it. Yeah. Or the the a beautiful shot that's been in all the trailers where they're all jumping at one time in slow motion. Yeah. That's did you, an amazing shot. Did you see it in three D or not? I saw a screening of it and I think I don't think it was three D. I can't recall. It's been a while since I saw it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, there was a few times Thor moved not quite human. It was just speed it just looked clunky to me. But uh -huh. other than that, the CG was amazing for the rest of it. And of course, I think my new favorite character is now Vision. Yeah, um, he was awesome. 
Yeah. It was just nice to see Paul Bittany finally appear on screen because he's been Jarvis for, you know, how many movies now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and he was, fits that character super well. Perfectly. Both of them, really. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it's. It, yeah, so it, I really yeah. enjoyed his character and I look forward to him in future movies because I love the ending when we see the new Avengers. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, with, with uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision and. Uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Black Widow and Captain. Yep. Yep. So, uh, I'm looking forward to Civil War. I mean, it's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. I think there's. It's yeah, just next uh, in, in about than, uh, a you know less than a year actually. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, next May, right? The the more... Captain America slash Civil War or whatever colon Civil War or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, Captain America three. It's gonna be good. So yeah, I, I love the movie. Still enjoying him. I know uh, the first one was so amazing because it was so different and it was just fun to see all these superheroes come together in one big movie. Yeah, we're kind of and spoiled now, I think. all of them got time on screen, and they all made sense, and, you know, no one felt like they didn't get enough screen time. So this to, this movie, to me, felt exactly the same. It was just, we got a little bit more Hawkeye. Uh, we had the love story between, you know, uh, Hulk and Black Widow, or David Banner, I guess, and Black Widow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie. It was a lot of fun. Joe, this one no, still haven't seen this one. Th- this one no, but this one for, kind of for a reason. Just and and you know, I don't know if this is a, a similar thought that that some people are having, but I'm starting to get a little burned out, frankly. On on, hey, on superhero. Wait a second, is, Bri- is Brian on this podcast? Is it Brian? Wait a second, <laughs> Joe, you're going to turn your geek card. <laughs> I probably do. I don't know. It's just a like, Rico. Well, uh, they're. Um, I, no, I completely, I, I, I can understand that. I mean, I, no, you know. Rico, how is there too much? <laughs> There's never too much. But just like it's well, just for, for, right for fans like then... us, I think everybody's got a different level of, like, fandom to, to a degree, yeah. you know. And, I mean, I, I've read comics for, you know, ages. So, to me, this is just like, you know, the golden age of being able to finally better. see these things at the movies. But, yeah. but what else were you going to say there, Joe? Sorry. Well, I mean, I just, I, I just, I, I guess for me, like, I was never a huge, like, I read comics, but they were, I never really read, like, superhero comics, so I don't have this huge history. Like, I know a lot about it just because of, you know, through osmosis kind of a thing, but I don't know. It's just sort of, and then I kind of heard people are like, oh, you know, it's good, but it wasn't as good as the first one, and, you know, if you don't really know what's going on, then they start introducing a million different people, and it gets a little confusing at certain points, and... This and that, so it's just I don't know. I have I have very little free time, and and I guess I it's think not... the uh, for me at least I think the, the two things I'd say about to answer those things at least, and yeah, you know, see it whenever. But the the one where people will say you know the first one is better, I think I think first movies, and I think Kenny said it too. I think they always have kind of a little bit of an edge and advantage. They bring all the characters together. It's cool, you, you know. It's exciting. It, it, Hasn't been seen before. Oh, for before. sure. Yeah. yeah, so that that's a little tricky. I mean, I I don't know. that That's hard to say, you know. And I am also, I don't, I have a hard time, you know, when, oh, this is better than this, and this is better than this. And I'm like, yeah, well, was there something really beyond just, you know, that you think it's better? Why, you know, what do you mean when you say that? And what about it was, but the, um. Like to me, I, you know, you know, except for the James Spader, which doesn't bother me as much because I don't watch the Blacklist, and I've seen him in in other stuff. But I thought, to me, this one, the villain was much more like kind of interesting and oh, yeah. and had much more personality than the sort of 
oh, there's this alien invasion. And, and I know they had Loki in, in um, the first one a lot too, but I'm not as big of a Loki fan. I like him in Thor and those movies more than I, I really I'd in Avengers. I mean, there's some people that seem to want him to be the villain in every Marvel movie, but I <laughs> I don't know. But um, but anyway, so I thought that I really like the villain in this one in a way more. I just thought he was more threatening, more interesting. and Yeah, but, but, but he uh, truly wasn't a villain. I mean, he, he's well, he wanting to destroy the world's people. Yeah, but he was doing but, it because they programmed him to. Save well, you're money. right. And the you're only right. Way to I mean, do if, it is to get rid of if it. Being a villain it. means you have like a free will. I, I, I kind of, in a way, think he did sort of break away, though. His, his decision or his way of protecting the world was to get rid of the people. <laughs> that yeah. he kind of took it to the extreme. But anyway, uh, well, I mean, aren't the best, know. most interesting bad guys? people that don't think they're bad guys like if they're just sure, evil, right. you know, yeah. then it's not it's not that interesting because they're yeah. just being evil for the sake of being evil yeah right yeah. Yeah. so it's it, it's a fun movie you know i mean it's again you know just everybody's got different tastes and i think that's cool that's fine and uh uh but um but i i do like the fact that they're keeping these things all kind of connected and and having an ongoing story besides it and i think that's a smart play and, and yeah. it allows them to bring other movies in and kind of connect them in to make a big puzzle out of it in a way. But And I don't think, Joe, really, your other thing that you said about people saying there's new characters brought in and it's a little confusing, I, I don't think that's really that much of the case at all. I don't think yeah. you'd have – I don't think you'd really – there's a couple of ancillary things that happen, but right. it doesn't – you don't need to know every little detail, for example. I mean, when I started to read comics – and and I still do this now with something new that I might want to read. I just sort of jump in and, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to just start reading, you know, Spider-Man or whatever. figure it out kind of a thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and I don't think, I think it's pretty, you, you learn enough and you know enough from the movie that you don't need a lot of, it's not like you got to go find some Marvel encyclopedia and look different characters up. It's, Hmm. it's not like that. So, uh, right. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to see it when that's just not something I'm in a huge running out. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I understand. The um... Hi, this is Rick Moyer. And this is Amy Moyer. And we are the hosts of Take Him With You. The weekly podcast where we discuss life at the geeky Moyer's home. And then we talk about our faith and how it relates to the world around us. Very, very positive podcast. And we think you really enjoy it. And I love Star Trek and heavy metal music. And I like... Star Trek kind and of. heavy metal music, and I hate heavy metal music. <laughs> hate is a strong word. Oh, well, you got to understand when you're recording. Give in to your hate, Amy. When you're recording, and you go over and over those loud, obnoxious riffs, you know, I mm-hmm. do not like the loud guitar. You're talking about the parody songs that I do right here on Treks and Sci-Fi. Some of them I like. Give in to your hate. You've done some big band songs and some soft songs that I've liked. Yeah, well, anyway. Yeah, I just don't really like the heavy metal. Want to hear more of our banter? You can by listening to our podcast. Where can they find it? You can find it at TakeHimWithYou.com or iTunes. That's right, iTunes. Yes. So you can tune in. and But I do like some sci-fi. Amy, I'm your husband. I like Star Trek, and I like like Babylon Five. And Make it so. Some different. Sci-fi. We're going too long now. Let's. We're too long. Go okay. away. Thank you, Rico, for all that you do. We love Treks and Sci-Fi, and hopefully, people come over and take a listen to our podcast. Take him with you. 
It is your destiny. Do or don't do. Don't try. <laughs> don't try to quote Yoda when you can't. <laughs> I can't. Mm, quote him, you cannot. No, I can't talk like Grover very well. Grover? It's Yoda. <laughs> there's, so there's a couple other things. I don't know what else anybody else has seen. I haven't seen really a lot of other things. I saw Tomorrowland. Oh, I saw Tomorrowland. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, you did? I haven't, I haven't seen that. I, 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 you know, I mean, it, it, it bombed, unfortunately, at the theater. Yeah, it really, I, I, I expected I, it to do better. I mean, I thought it I had saw, an interesting... I saw two screenings of it, back to back, like one day and the next day. So, I was hoping I liked it the first time, because I had to go back again and see it again. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, I really, really enjoyed it. It's definitely going to be a must-buy for me on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. I love the special effects. I love the whole idea behind it. I love them going back and forth between Tomorrowland and... You know the present and the regular time and today land, people, regular land. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people complain that <laughs> there wasn't tomorrow. that much of Tomorrowland, but I mean, I, I don't know. I like the concept. I like the idea, and it, I mean, it was definitely heavy-handed. The story, you know, giving you your, you know, the whole humans are destroying the earth, but why don't we do anything about it? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I liked it. I liked the characters. I had so much fun. I loved seeing that little girl kick some butt. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, overall, I mean, I I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, I saw it. I, I liked it. I, I it was okay for me. I didn't. I don't think I liked it as much as you did. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was um, it it was a little. I wanted a little more. I guess maybe in it. I I I, I kind of th- agree with you about the the message was a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I wanted a, I wanted a little more depth with Tomorrowland. A little bit more learn about it and see more yeah, you're, you're so. basically saying that's why that's what most people are saying yeah that's but why, i i, I wasn't it, it's not like i after i saw it i was like oh my god that that movie was terrible <laughs> or or i you know or the fact that i you know saying something like oh why you know why no one's seeing it i'm like it's not just uh I don't think there's really that much there. I don't know if it was a, just a timing thing or, or what happened about. Yeah, I mean, it, it did decent at the box office, but it cost a lot of money, and so that's why it's. Consistent. Yeah, that movie was definitely expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know what it is sometimes. Disney, you know, uh, and I, I don't know if it's just them, but some places, there's sometimes it seems like movies can spend some money and you get. I always there's two different things. One, I you know you say, oh, that movie cost a hundred million. You know what? I see pretty much every penny of that up there or whatever. But then there's other movies you hear, oh, it costs like two hundred million to make, and I'm like, really, <laughs> really? What? What? You know? I mean, I know there's a lot of heck. I mean, there's a lot of effects in all these movies we're talking about. But wh- why did that one cost? Seems to cost like so much more than these other ones. Anyway, just just yeah. a comment, I guess. They've there's been a couple of pretty big movies like that have, that have happened over the last few years that I'm like, really? Ugh. You know, so, um, but yeah, any, oh, I know the other one, one other one that just come, came to mind that I, I, I don't know why I forgot about it. Cause I enjoyed it a lot. Although I don't know if any of you guys have seen this. Did you, any of you guys see Mad Max? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the other one I'm, I'm contemplating whether or not I'm going to see that tomorrow or I'm going to see, uh, Jurassic world. So. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I, I, I saw a screening of that as well. I saw it in 3D. Um, of what? I went into it. I didn't want to see it. I'm not a big Mad Max fan. I've seen all the movies. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed them. But I'm not a diehard, you know, got to go out and got to see it. But I had a screening to it. And like I was telling and the it's guys. It's been whatever, what, 
30 years since the last one or something like that 25 or something years yeah. i mean the long yeah. yeah yeah and it's it's the same same guy same director yeah same everything yeah yeah but uh it's an yeah, amazing sat, effects you know with... practical effects movie i mean to see what they do in these cars and 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 the car chasing is like crazy yeah yeah rick you have so... any interest in that movie Rick Moyer. I, you know, I want to see it, but I didn't get a chance to go. I've been so busy with everything that I wasn't able to go see it. Did my, you see the uh, others Nathan, when they were out? When uh, the other uh, Mad Max movies uh, way oh, back I've in seen the day? Them, yeah, I've seen them all at one time yeah. long ago. And and my son was, or Nathan was like, "Come on, Dad, we got to go." And I said, "Okay," and then we just never did. So yeah, I'll have to get it when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, the thing that amazes me about this movie is it shouldn't be that good, but it has like ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty nine percent on it. Metacritic. Kinda, like, kind of kicking myself for not. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I always think that's odd too sometimes, Joe. Just because I mean, I, I I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it, but I, I always sort of feel like I'm kind of a little bit still, even with all these geeky type movies. I'm the exception. It's like that to be that high on rotten tomatoes that must mean like everybody is just like crazy for it right and and right. well it's a lot of uh critic reviews too and the critics really really loved it too which is a big which which i find funny because usually i do too like a little big, yeah yeah big blow up fire movies like this you know it's more just the way it was shot it's a it's beautifully shot movie oh it's crazy there's no story there's probably it's amazing of dialogue in right. the entire movie uh, yeah. You know, I mean, there's a story, but I mean, it's a very it's, basic story. It is, it is. It's pretty, pretty simple. So uh, I just think it was, a, it was a fun popcorn movie. It's what you go to the movies for: mm-hmm. the explosions, the craziness. It's a one big long car chase from beginning to the very. There's not uh, the only other time I felt that kind of overwhelming, kind of just I don't know how to explain it. But when Gravity, when I saw Gravity, I remember in the theater until oh, the yeah. credits rolled. Yeah, I did not release the. The, the arm rails and <laughs> I, I know. took a deep breath it's like a, it's like the a same way with Mad roller coaster Max. The, there was yeah. these huge long scenes of them racing and are chasing each other almost dying and then there'd be like a five minute lull and you'd be like oh okay i can breathe for a second and then all of a sudden you'd be all crazy intense again for another 20 minutes you know yeah i just liked it it was a fun experience i i didn't think i'd like it and i wound up really liking it. it's one of my favorite movies of the summer good good yeah all right, so let's. I got one more movie. Okay, go ahead. If you guys haven't seen Inside Out, I haven't yeah, yet, but I'm, I want to this this week. I know it's supposed. You know, everybody is is loving it, and the critics love it. Yeah, I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet. I won't Kenny. spoil anything, yeah. but yeah, it's it's an amazing movie. They, yeah. I don't know how Pixar does it, but yeah, they just know exactly what buttons to push and how to make emotions and. It's it's a it's it's I highly recommend it. If you if you love the Pixar movies, then you're definitely gonna love this movie. It's another ninety eight percent. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy with uh, um. So to finish off the movie, so why don't you each of you name like a couple of that are still coming this summer that you are looking forward to the most? Rick Moyer, for your first. What are you oh, still gosh. looking forward to? Give me no, give me more time because I got to think. I don't know what's what's coming. <laughs> I don't out. know what's coming out. Yeah, what's still coming? Do you Terminator's know it's coming out Wednesday? Oh yeah, oh, we got Terminator, cool. Terminator, we got Mission Genesis. Impossible, we yeah. got Man from Uncle, Ant Man, uh Ant Man looks cool. Fantastic Four. Um, that looks good too. So so uh all right, Boy, Kenny, would... what what are you looking forward to in the next uh, couple months still? Oh, I'm sorry, who asked me? Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Kenny. Yeah, sorry. I'm, uh, Rick's well, Rick's still thinking. Joe's not going to want to see it, but Ant Man because it's another Marvel movie. It's no, you see, I may want to see that because it's different. <laughs> it's integrated it's, uh, yeah, into that world. Cool. So I mean, I'm looking forward to that one. Terminator. I enjoy the Terminator movies. I did not watch the latest one with Christian Bale, so I still haven't seen it. But this one actually looks really good because it has Arnold back, and it looks like it's a throwback to the original, which uh-huh. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping and, it and, is. And, and Amelia Clark. Yes. yes. Mother of Dragons is in it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Winter is coming. So. <laughs> but um, I just watched, uh, I don't know if any of you guys watched that show on sci-fi called Defiance, but uh, Linda Hamilton yeah. has been doing a little guest part on that. And the most recent, or not the very last episode that was just Friday, but the one before that, she actually says, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was funny. It was. Uh, that is hilarious. So Joe, what do you uh, what do you what what do you like uh, coming up besides going back and seeing movies you haven't seen yet? Right, exactly. No, I think I, I'm 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 looking forward to Terminator because I am a big big Terminator fan. I've seen I've seen all the movies. I obviously for me T two is is probably the best one. I don't think it's going to be anything. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to challenge that one in any way, yeah. shape, or form. But I think it'll be fun. You never know. You never know. Wow. But, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I'm interested to see like because they're kind of turning things on their head a little bit and. Uh huh. Yeah. So you know, I want to I want to see what they're how they're gonna. If Hopefully, they're gonna we haven't seen the up. whole movie yet. Only you know ninety five percent of it. Lots, yeah. <laughs> these guys in these trailers need to just calm down a little. I know Chill you could out, you could you guys, basically yeah. like say don't watch the trailers, <laughs> but I I it's hard when you're you know they're like all over the place television, and and everything so. Uh, It'll be fun seeing Arnold fight his younger self and all this other. Yeah, stuff. that's a crazy <laughs> idea. Hey, you know, we have this idea in the story where well, you get to fight your younger self. <laughs> I've been waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I told you I'd be back. Mr. Uh, <laughs> so Rick Moyer, what do you, what, what's on okay, your well, list okay, now that so you heard some of these? Just talked about, I would say that um, when I saw the previews in uh, Jurassic World, I thought Ant-Man looked really cool. And only because... I felt like it had humor, kind of like the Flash TV show. Uh huh. There was yeah. enough humor to it, and at the same time, I I I don't know if everybody's seen the the trailer or not, but I love how it's like this big action thing and everything, and all of a sudden it cuts and it's a little toy locomotive that crashes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you're laughing, thinking, "Oh my gosh!" From a perspective of a little ant, that of course would be huge, you know. But, yeah, I think there's uh, a lot of like a uh, feeling of like last year's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with uh, yeah, a little, yes. a little. You know, it's 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 drama and it's it's comic book but and sci-fi, but but there's here. a little, yeah, you know, that he doesn't Tongue take it, cheek. you know, just like uh, Chris Pratt's character. You know, Star Lord. You know, the movie right. starts out like, you know, who are you, Star Lord, man? You know, come on. You know? I mean, you got Paul Rudd. You know, I, I, yeah, I like the little bit of comedy in it. I hope it's not too much, but uh, I think they'll keep that. I think they understand that you don't well, want to we'll go see. too far. But uh, we'll see. But I, I just felt like it had the feeling of like the Flash to it. And yeah. So I'm yeah, I agree. Excited. Yeah. Anything else out of this list? Uh, there's this. Uh, uh, obviously, we just talked about Terminator, where it looks looks good. Um, we've got the Mission Impossible movie, another one of those. This Man from Uncle thing. I don't know if you ever watched the old TV show. I just love a good no. spy movie, so I, I'm kind of a sucker for for anything. Both of those kind of had spy slash espionage, you know, stuff. Sure. 
Uh, I've seen this thing called that looks like self slash less with Ryan Reynolds and Ben. Oh yeah, right. They've been advertising that one a lot. The he basically Ben Kingsley is this older guy who is dying and and he somehow gets his mind transplanted into the young uh, Ryan Reynolds somehow. Even though Ryan Reynolds it looks like from the previews his his mind is sort of still in there too, or his memories or something like that. Yeah, it looks looks interesting. Yeah, yeah, you know, an old rich guy who somehow, you know, gets this other guy's life, but then in the, from the previews, it looks like his there's like a battle for control, or you know, like both brains are in there or something. I don't know, but uh, oh, sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to Fantastic Four, the reboot. Oh yeah, that looks pretty mm-hmm. cool. So. Yeah, we'll see. The you know, gosh, I mean, they they've. Uh, They've really started to put a lot of ads out for it, and and I hope it's good. I, I that was one of my favorite comics for years and years and years, and I, I didn't really mind the other movies they made, but it wasn't. Me still, neither. I enjoy them. Wasn't yeah, still quite what it needed. It needed a little bit more edge, you know. And yeah, and, like and I that. didn't mind like the the was it the Jessica Alba one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the last one, or was there another one after that? There were two there were with two. the same group of people. Yeah, same right. Cast. Yeah, one was they were right, basically yeah. dealing with Doom. Uh, Doctor Doom, and then yeah, the other one was with the Silver Surfer that Surfer, they did. Yeah. Right, so. and I think it was Doctor Doom the dude from Nip Tuck or something? Yes. The it's actor. Julian, Julian something. Yeah, yes, yes. And, yeah, I didn't uh, mind that. It wasn't the greatest movie in the world, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing everybody, you know, the uh, this is a pretty young cast, you know, for this new one, and that's okay. I mean, if you want to make a bunch of movies, I can understand. They want to bring in the younger audience and stuff, but... Uh, I just wish I think Reed Richards needed to just be just a little bit older, you know. He he should have been he's a scientist, should have been a little bit older, but we'll see. As long as they do a good job and the story's good and you know, we'll see. I'll I'll definitely right, be seeing. In the comics it. isn't Reed Richards like a little bit older, like graying in the hair a well, little that, bit. Well that yeah, that was always the point that he, you know, gets involved with Sue and Sue is quite a bit younger than him, you know. Mm-hmm. And in this they look almost like more or less the same age. So uh but you know, they can they can change things up, as, you know, a little bit. And I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think this is sort of, isn't this still separate, Kenny? Do you know? Isn't this still separate and outside the Marvel movies? Isn't oh yeah, it's, it's still owned by um, Sony. It's owned by um, is it Sony? No, Sony owns uh, yeah Spider-Man. Well, they got a new thing with that though. I mean, well, they, no, that's that's another whole story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They Fox, kind of caught, they Fox, released Fox it. Fox owns yeah, Fox owns right. X-Men. And Fantastic Four. Yeah, and they keep talking about somehow tra- trying to bring X Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but we'll we'll see about that. All right, let's let's stop. We got a little bit more, just a few more minutes. We can talk a little bit about television. There's been some new shows. There's some new sci-fi shows. I don't know if any of you guys have seen, but there's a bunch of them on Friday night. There's a a show called Killjoys, which is about these. Uh, intergalactic bounty hunters kind of it, it uh it's pretty good i've only seen the first episode so far but uh and they have uh also another show called dark matter which is another space sci-fi show with basically a bunch of guys walking waking up and and girls waking up on a ship who don't remember who they are yeah and then defiance is back if you've watched that at all and then they've got um I know, Rick. We you said it's something at the beginning. We could talk about it. This new show called Mister Robot about this yeah hacker vigilante. What did you think of that? I thought it was really good. It was I didn't I didn't know what to expect, and so I I went ahead and 
I'll be honest, some of these shows that have just come out on Sci-Fi, I've watched about a half hour of them and thought, oh, not again. We're just going to go through <laughs> Flash. Oh, you know, it's, it's going to be horrible again. But um, in this particular one, right out of the box, I, I was like, whoa, that's cool. And then all the terms that he uses and stuff is stuff that I deal with in computers and uh-huh. and websites and different things like that. And then And then you see the packets and the servers and the people and... And he's awkward socially, and the, it's but it's it's a mur- or it's a mystery that's unfolding before us. But it's so catchy that you want to see what's going to happen next. I didn't want it to end, and I was I was bummed out when the end of the show came. I was oh, like, yeah. I, I, have to take, I want yeah. to see the next one now. Yeah, Joe, you yeah, might want really to check that one out if you haven't. Yeah, I'll definitely have to take a look at that. And it's, it definitely... it's done. It's done in a narrating type of thing, like like he first persons it. And, and narrates the show so you get to hear him talking about everything. Yeah. And for some reason, it works. It's just great. Good. Hey, Kenny, you just said uh, you had to you had to get yeah, going. Yeah, I got to get soon. going, guys. I got D&D, you know, the life of a geek. Oh, yeah. Ah, I, so. I can't, be, can't be late. No, I can't Roll be late dice. Well, thanks for joining us, Kenny. Appreciate <laughs> Thank it. Thank you, guys. It was awesome talking with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll talking talk, we'll talk again, I'm sure, soon. Take care. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got another Harry Potter lined up. Oh, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. we'll, we'll be doing that soon. Yep. All right. Talk to you later, guys. Bye, Ken. Bye. Well, yeah, that sounds super, super interesting. Yeah, I think you'd like I, it a lot. It kind of, Joe. kind of goes and gets. It's in line with what I do every day at my job. Yeah. though. it sounds a little bit more exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, um, he, you we'll know, see. the premise a little bit is is without giving it a you know too much. It's only been one episode so far, so it's you know it's on USA, and I, I you could probably even watch it on online because I think they try yeah, to get yeah. people to watch the first couple of shows. You probably don't even have to pay anything. Uh, or an, but uh, basically, he's sort of like a hacker vigilante. In other words, he yeah. he hacks into different people and places to basically expose bad things they might be doing. So it's he, kind of like the 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 arrow of hackers. Yeah, yeah but he's the, got a there's a little Dexter a little Dexter yeah. vibe to it too because he, yeah. he like Rick said he's not very good with people. He's a little socially messed up too. So right. there's. Mm. Uh, so he comes yeah. across as kind of odd and, and yeah. weird. And, he doesn't like to be and touched, and, and he's kind of got right. this inner monologue of, you know, um, where he's, he's you know, th- thinking about stuff, and you hear his voiceover, and there's a little blending in of, like, is what he's thinking really happening, or is it just in right. his imagination? Like, yeah, he's, know, that you know, cool. I guess he's saying things like, like, did you guys see that? Did you guys yeah. see that, too? Or did you, right. does that, you know, is was I that real? Imagine. Did that just happen? Right. And, yeah, no, check it out. I mean, at least give it a, like I try to say, you know, give it a couple of shows and, and see what you think. I think the first show, though, I think you'd be intrigued. I, I, I felt the same way, Rick. I, I saw it. I was a little, didn't know what quite to expect. It was not what I expected, but it, yeah, within about the first five or ten minutes, I was pretty much sucked in, yeah. Right, and I guess, so I guess the question is, like, when he's doing his, his hackery or whatever, is does it, like, feel right, or is it just, like, you know, or is it, I like, you know, CSI degree, type? Like, I know, Rico, you probably feel the same way when, yeah, I like, think you know, so. they start I think, doing chemistry on the show. And, I think they, they try. There isn't really, they don't show a huge amount in this episode, but give, you know, tell us, yeah, tell us mm-hmm. what you think. There, there's a, there's one, there's a, a DDoS attack is one of the big things that happens in the show, and he, and he, and he I, I, I think it's pretty reasonable myself. I thought they did a pretty good job with that. It, it wasn't like just smashing on keys and, and right. like, you know, oh, I'll just plug this little flash drive that I have in and fix the whole problem. No, it, it, uh, right. I think they did a good job. I, I think that because the show is so much focused on that, it's not just a side thing. You mm-hmm. know, like a lot of these other shows, 
they'll have somebody who's good with computers, you know. And then right. they, they'll get into some place, and the guy will just run over to a computer, and he'll just be able to. This show seems because it's such a big part of it. I think I think they have to kind of be careful, and uh, yeah, check it out. I, I I think it 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 felt about as real as I've I've seen it on TV. So cool. Actually, when you were talking about that, I, I was reminded of uh, of of Independence Day and uploading uploading oh, yeah. the virus <laughs> into the alien from his from Jeff Goldblum. Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, we were right, talking about right. before, but uh, we don't have a date on Independence Day two yet, do we? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, I I think it's uh, I don't even know if they've started to film or where they're at with that I, i'm not even sure I, i've kind of lost the track from anomaly did something about it on their thing like yeah i think they were talking about they were watching the first one and they were going to uh, review it on one of their shows in in preparation right. for you know this other one being at some point done it, there's probably a, a target date out there somewhere on imdb or something like that but uh, but yeah i, I that, that whole putting a virus into something you know to 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 fix it was always a problem for me. I was, it's like, yeah. oh, they're, saying, they're, they're saying, they're saying June, 2016 at uh, right now. Oh, is it next June? A year from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll be talking about it on the next summer movie. Uh, there probably, you go. There you probably. Go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anything else that you're, you guys are anything TV wise that you guys were talking or have either of you seen this stitchers show? Have you heard of that one where they, uh, Amy's watching it. She likes it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I although the I, it looks like I think there's been three or four episodes, and in the preview that I saw for the next one, looks like some. It looks like I was starting to worry the show was basically, uh, you know, I don't know if you know Joe, but it's it's a it's a woman. There's a secret government agency because you always need that. Of course, right. And uh, <laughs> the, the 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 trick with this one is that. Uh, they're able to, with a certain person, uh, they call it stitch, basically allow her to enter the the memories in the mind of someone who's just recently died. So, so far it's just been like, hey, somebody's died, like been murdered or something. They have her do oh, that. Oh, I have heard about this. Yes. Now yeah, they have her do that, that to kind of solve it. the crime. And it's, and okay, next week we got another dead body and we solved the crime. And it started to get like, to me, like, all right, that's it. That's the thing. But now there's like in the preview for the last at the end of the last show, it looks like they're going to they're changing things up. Like there's a line somebody says something like, "Oh, you thought you were just doing this to solve murders." Somebody says to her, which makes me think there's a bigger thing going on here. There's, but really there's a Yeah, so that's good. They've been there've been a few things that came up in the last episode that there were like somebody was watching her and there there was somebody breaking into the the little secret government lab and and but you didn't really see who it was so there's something else so it, it looks like it's a little it'll get more interesting here uh it was okay it's it's okay so far but i i'm glad that they're adding some more elements to it and uh and that um that's on i think the i forget what it, it's on some weird channel like family hd or something which always seems strange <laughs> to me i i don't you know it's just like every every network on cable it seems like they're all having their own TV shows now, right, so that's, that's um, the way of things now. Yeah, the only other thing that I've I've been watching is what you and Chris chatted about uh, over on Star Wars Stacks. Is uh, I I saw the first episode of Rebels season two. Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, and I guess we're on a bit of a hiatus now. We're on a break until the yeah. show actually picks up again, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I th- what- you know I think they might have done that last summer too when the show. I think they showed like the first quote unquote like movie or longer one, and then it. 
the show didn't start for like a few weeks. Uh, you know, I don't think it's coming on officially till the fall, but I think they wanted to put that out as a special thing to tide us over. That was great with Vader back and, and everything. That was that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, very, very, very cool. cool. Very interesting. And yeah, it's definitely taken, you know, even if it had started out a little bit kitty, I found at the beginning of season one, it's definitely uh, it's definitely gotten still fun, but but a lot more serious and, uh, you know, a lot more interesting. Hey, Rick, is Amy watching? Is Outlander still on, or what? What? Where's the? Where's that at it, right now? Is it, it just is got it... to the end of its uh, the second part of the first season. Ah, okay. So that yeah. was a little while ago, but yes, she watched. I call it Booblander, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you watching that still too, or no? Or do you not watch well, it really? Uh, I didn't catch the last couple of them just because uh-huh. I again I've been busy. But um, she just she loves the plot. She's read all. The, she's reading all the books uh-huh. and. You know, she's just really into it, and I have a feeling a lot of the folks that uh, that like Trex and Sci-Fi and the podcaster would really enjoy that 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 series of shows. It's it's pretty cool, and they're gonna you know they're coming back. It's really popular. Yeah, um, and he's making a lot of money off of it, and there are a lot of people really loving it. And it'll be interesting to see what where it goes or how how it does what it does. So well, yeah, cool. Game Game of Thrones is done, you know, for the season. So uh and then um, everyone's angry or not angry or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's the seven stages of Game of Thrones watching, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I'm so angry but I'm so sad that it's gone for for another 5 months or whatever it'll be, yeah. Well, the thing that's interesting yeah. now at this point, especially for for someone like me who has read all the books, is now we're at the end of the books. Like pretty we're much, yeah, pretty so much. So now nobody knows what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 is it? It's pretty much certainty, right? That there will not be a new book before the show starts up again, right? When is he saying that that know. next one is coming? Not till a, what next year? Something crazy I'm not like that? Sure, but basically, my understanding is that George R. R. Martin has—he's basically told the the showrunners, I guess, is uh, D. B. Weiss and is it David Benioff or something like that. He's basically told them this. He gave them his his plan. You know, this is where everything's going to end up. This mm-hmm. is vaguely how I'm going to get there. So they will at least have some run with it. Yeah, things that are—they um, won't have huge conflicts. At least there's a lot of well, detail the, that they're going to have to fill in, but. But they'll at yeah, least kind of know, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think he also said that because he does want to get another book out, though I don't know why he really does, because I think he's making more than enough money. You're talking about a now. mother, another one beyond the next one that's coming. You mean two more? No, I mean he's basically. Or, I think he's he's hanging back from participating a lot in in the next season because he wants to finish writing the current. Oh, what's it ah. called? Winds of Winter. Is that the next one? Okay, yeah. I think yeah, that so sounds familiar. Yeah, I think that's something Pete's uh, mentioned before many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like so. I've like, I I came to the books probably right before the show started, and I, I listened to all of them on Audible, and each of them is like 45 hours long. Like, yeah, I was gonna say they're for, like huge. It took me about I think to listen to all five of the books. I listened to them back to back, and it took me about six months. I think. Well, that's still pretty good for the for that amount of content. I mean, that's not bad. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, but it's just like by the end, I was sort of like I have to go back and maybe re-listen to the last book because by the end, I was kind of like I just need this to end now. I don't care what's going on. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, that, yeah like uh, you know, Fran will ask me, "Oh, you know, did this happen in the book?" I'm like, honestly, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's um, 
Hey, uh, one other thing that I wanted to ask Joe about too was, um, uh, do you watch? Did you watch the first season of Halt and Catch Fire? That show. It's kind of a nerdy, you know. It's old computer stuff. Uh, no, I don't even think I've ever heard about this. Really? Oh my goodness! Well, you need you need to look this up. It's um, first off, it's an AMC show, so right there it tells you it's 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 good stuff. And uh, you know they do Walking Dead, and you know they're oh that's coming too. We've got another Walking Dead show. I'm not yeah. sure if I can handle it, but I'm gonna try. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what, like Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, Fear of the Dead, like, I think, or what is it called? I think it's something like that. It's supposed to actually be about, set another, in, yet in another the zombie show, basically. Well, it's, it's yeah. it it comes out I think starting in August, and it's supposed to show us the early stages, the early days of um, the plague or whatever you want to call it, or whenever. So the part, the part that that uh, that we were asleep for. Kind of, week. yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick was but, asleep. I was trying to. But the uh, but anyway, you know, AMC has Mad Men. They that so they're, they're yeah. This Halt and Catch Fire. I really thought I, you'd heard about it at some time. It's basically set in the '80s in the early days of, you know, like IBM PCs and IBM clones. And uh, yeah, check it out. Look it up online. Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, they're they're into I, I season that. two, and I think the first season only had maybe ten or twelve episodes. It wasn't like a real long season. But it's I've really re- good. I've it, been recording it, but I haven't watched it yet. So, did you watch season one, Rick? No, I didn't. I just heard about it maybe from you. I, I'm I'm not sure where I heard about it, but I thought it sounded interesting. So I just set the DVR to record it, and I've got yeah, some it's 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 on it's much more than just about computers. But like the the first season was all about this little company trying to build a IBM uh, clone, you know, compatible PC, and and try to come to the market and, and all the ins and outs, but it's a lot about the characters too. But in season two, there's this sort of like little startup company that's trying is in the early days of like bulletin boards and online gaming. And, and they're one of the people on the show, especially is coming to the realization of, Hey, people will just pay money to chat with each other online. (laughs) Like they have this little thing called community, they call it. And, and it's like they have a little game thing they set up to let people log in and play games online with each other across their phone modems and all that. But then they, they also created this little community, like rooms that people can set up like, hey, I want to talk about Star Trek, like back in the old days. And people just go there and they are, they're paying their, their monthly fees to just get online to, to chat about like different subjects. And, and they're, so it's really cool to see the this show sort of, you know, emulate how all this stuff started a little bit, you know, I'm with a lot of drama in there. It, it's very, it's very fun for computer geeks to watch. I yeah. Think. I gotta, I gotta watch that. And I also need to get to, to watch uh Silicon Valley. Yes. Well, they're both, you know, they're both about computer stuff, but they're both so different. <laughs> it's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. They're both cool. They're both a lot of fun. So, uh, Anything else you guys wanted to mention or anything like that? What else you got going on there? Mr. Moyer besides uh, oh. working all the time. Mm-hmm. All sorts of stuff. Being on the radio has been quite an interesting thing to bring my my geekism into. Uh, yeah, how often now are you doing fun. that? Is it like if uh, like three or four days a week, or how often no, is it? I, I'm the afternoon guy now. You're, is it every guy. afternoon, like during the week? Yeah, okay. yeah every afternoon during the week and wow. on Saturdays. That's know? awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I'm having a great time with it. But I'm also doing a lot of video shoots and. Uh, Doing a lot of music and different things. Um, a lot of websites. People want websites, so I've been working on those. And 
<laughs> just can't kind of is there's so much going on photography too summer's always big with photography so yeah i always sure notice your, your amazing and all yeah. pictures wedding stuff yeah did a big wedding yesterday in fact it was beautiful so yeah the pictures you posted it looks very it looks like it was a lot of fun oh yeah they're great great folks nice couple so yeah, so I've got a lot going on. It's always like fun it. to I take uh, pictures so of you know happy couples. You know that's a, I know that's it a, that's a fun it's a fun thing to take pictures at. <laughs> well, Amy and I tag team it because I actually did the I did the ceremony too for these folks. Oh wow, wow. So, yeah, so she grabs my camera when look I do he's the in the picture too. and he's taking the pictures. How does that's he do it? How does that work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was great. There's a family friend. It was it was pretty awesome. But yeah, so I've been able to meet a bunch of different folks and uh, it's been good to spread my. Uh, my Star Trek uh, love for Star Trek and geekiness and computers and stuff with folks. I'm even doing the the websites for the radio station now too, so it's kind of cool. Very very cool. Um, and and Joe's got uh, you got a couple of your own podcasts, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, I guess you were on uh, Star Wars Stacks last week with Chris. Thanks for thanks for covering for me. I had to pull out at the last uh, last second there. Pull out, pull out, pull up. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so you know, there, like we said uh, a bit earlier in the show, we talk about Star Wars books. You know, yeah. once a month we talk about a book, and then every other show we kind of just talk about whatever. <laughs> so we have a uh, we have a yeah. Lot if of you're fun doing it, if you're doing a book every show, I'd be like, you know, super. I'm already super impressed with how many you guys have been covering. But uh, I yeah, know, I, I, I ain't got time for that. that. Yeah, a book, lots of lots is. of audio books. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. The next one we're doing is actually one of the since. Uh, there's a new Asajj Ventress book that's coming out in July, but it hasn't come out. It won't be out in time for us to do the show. So uh, we're actually, we went back and we're doing one of the older Han Solo books. And uh, yeah, that one doesn't yeah. have a good, there's only an abridged audiobook of it. So we actually have to, I went to, to Chris. You had to Jen. actually read it? A real book? we were book? like, oh God, guys, we actually have to read this, this book. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, because with the audiobook, it's nice because, you know, if I'm driving home, sure. like, I have about a 45-minute commute each way, you know, to work. Great. Yeah. Oh, so, I know yeah. how you feel. Yep. Yep. Or when I'm cleaning the house or, or doing whatever, yeah. just, or even if I'm on a run. A lot of audiobooks. And yeah, you, no, of course, great. also have the UmCast, which you were kind enough to uh, to do a show for us last yeah, week or to, thanks, uh, to let me use one of your older uh, shows. Uh, yes, thanks. Thanks so much for offering. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's a lot of I, I, I you know, I have a, a great fondness for that era of uh, of gaming. You know, it's just uh, back when you needed to know your way around a, a batch file. You know, and get oh, you know yeah. sound blaster settings and ah, oh, why is this oh, not working? God. And you know, yeah. the funny thing is, my son has uh, my older son's got um, that latest Batman game. You know, mm-hmm. he he built himself a new PC recently. And he got that new Batman game for the PC, Arkham Knight. And I right. guess there's a lot of people have been having some trouble with the PC version of it. I don't know if you've heard of that, Joe. Or yeah, there's there's some issues and people are complaining. But it's actually running pretty good on his system, which is you know I I, I don't know you yeah. know how that is with hardware and software. You know very well. I mean it's you sometimes the luck of the draw and the combination of whatever you have you know you're not having Word. the issue it either works perfectly or it just won't start the thing the at yeah. least the thing these days is it's generally it either works or it doesn't work and if it doesn't work you know there's usually a way around it and you know you don't you don't have to go down and, and futz with you know like <laughs> like we had to comma comma dash 16 hash to you know this yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and you know, like load. You know, oh, I don't need my CD-ROM for this game, so I won't load that driver. And exactly you know, I, right, I, I got a one K. Well, it's like your name of your show, right? Upper memory block. Okay, I can swipe a little memory from there, and uh, yeah, 
Yeah, you got 64K to play with up there. <laughs> like, you know, you're worrying about like 1K of memory as opposed to now. It's like, my yeah, has 16 yeah, gigs it's come. It. Right, it, it, right. It's always amazing to me how how far it's come in, in like, say, 15, 20 years. I mean, it's just, just crazy. You know, you think about what in 15, 20 years gaming will be like. You know, maybe we will all just be in little virtual rooms like the holodeck. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it, at this rate, uh, it's, it's certainly, you know, I don't know if it's even slowing down really at all. No, I don't think it's just different things. It's, you know, it used to always be, they always said, oh, you know, processors are getting faster. Now it's not so much like the machine I have for my main, you know, gaming rig here is I bought it in 2009 uh -huh. and it's still going, it's still going pretty strong. And so now it's kind of like all this other stuff like E3 just finished, you know, the electronic entertainment expo. And yeah. there it was all about, you know, a virtual reality. It was all about, you know, the yep. Oculus Rift and, you know, Sony's putting out their version of VR headset and Microsoft has HoloLens and all this other stuff. So, you know, it's starting to be that, like, how do we, how do we immerse ourselves in the game? And I don't know, it might not even, it might not end up being a thing. It might be like 3D movies. Yeah, know? I heard somebody say something on, on a tech podcast, a different show that I listened to a few weeks ago that I thought was really interesting. It's like, basically they said to the point of, you know, we, we have to kind of catch up with what we want to do with what we have now for as far as like hardware and, and computers and, and not just that, but phones and tablets. In other words, these things are, pretty darn powerful but we're really maybe not taking full advantage of them yet you know, yeah exactly they, you we're know, still trying to figure it all out because i mean yeah, for a long time computing well, they, was they, a certain they said way, something like so. you know in a way we have to sort of change our lifestyles a little bit to a degree you know it's 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 just the these things can do much more than we're really we're doing things kind of archaically you know than you know it should be helping and, and doing things more almost a you know, automatically for us. Like, I just think it's wonderful. Like my phone just to, you know, if I take a picture with my phone, it shoots it up to the cloud and it's on my PC without me having to really deal with it. You know what I mean? To me, that kind of stuff, just little helpful things like that, rather than sitting down, plugging the thing in, downloading it, you know, and stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, we're living in the future. We just have to figure out how to use the future. To still want my hoverboard <laughs> though. And my flying car. I still, I still they want, have, they, they, there's two companies have announced <laughs> hoverboards and they sort of work, except you need to be riding on metal. Yeah. I heard about that and read a little bit about it too. And I, I yeah, yep. I, I did. I, but so uh, we're getting there. <laughs> yep. We are. All right. Well guys, I think we'll wrap this up and uh, I appreciate your time here on a Sunday afternoon and I, uh, it was fun. I, you know, go see hey, some, uh, some more summer movies, watch some of these TV shows. There's lots of geekiness out there. That's for sure. And, uh, and also I didn't, I was going to talk a little bit, but we pretty much got through all the time without having the need. I always have backup or other ideas, but a lot of conventions out there. Rick Moyer. Yeah. yeah. You, I know. You, I'm, I'm not going to say any more. Rick Moyer conventions. Yeah, you know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. There's lots of. And Joe, I think there's something in Toronto this summer that I. Oh yeah, there's yeah. there's two. There's always a bunch in there. Toronto, and, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It's 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 fun. You know. I I um. I've you know. You guys know that. I mean. I I. It's it's. I've already got all my stuff for for Austin and. Uh, I'm also going to Chicago for a con in, in August, so uh, at Wizard World there at the end of August. That place, that's going to be huge because they keep seeming to add like a new celebrity. Uh, Jeremy Renner, who played Hawkeye in the Avengers movie, is going to be there. And uh, I think Shatner is going to be there again because I swear he does a convention every weekend now. So lots, <laughs> of, uh, lots of good stuff. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot. Hang on the All line right. for a second thanks or two. Again, but 
But I'll uh, let's say goodbye, everyone. Bye, Trex and Sci Fi listeners. Bye bye. Bye bye. See ya. Transfer of data is complete. Hey, I just want to say thanks once again to Kenny, Rick, and Joe for joining me today on this Skype summer chat call for Trex and Sci Fi. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. I know summer is a busy time for many people. And Really appreciate uh, you taking the time to join me today on Skype and talk about some cool geeky things. Next week on Treks in Sci-Fi, I'm going to do a kind of a special show. I'm going to talk about Star Trek technology. You know, things like transporters, warp drive, tricorders, and all that stuff, and how some of these things are available now. You know, so... Stay tuned, and also check out the Trex and Sci-Fi Patreon fund uh, page over at uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Trex and Sci-Fi, and donate what you can to help me build a new cool set for Trex and Sci-Fi vidcasts and a lot of other neat things that I want to do, and it's going to be pretty neat. So hope you guys can donate, and thanks to those who have already. So until next time, take care, everyone. Bye-bye. This has been a Rick Dosty podcast production.